Hey folks, this is Coach AA. Welcome to the August 30th edition. For today, the three things I have in mind on being proactive versus reactive and what we can learn from Ironman, on finding balance in imbalance, and the third one on finding and knowing what we're capable of via obstacles. All right, let's get on with it. So one of my favorite scenes from the Avengers is uh, when Captain America goes, Stark, we need a plan. And Iron Man in his cocky awesomeness goes, I have a plan, attack. And he just flies away to attack. And initially, you know, this is what you expect from Iron Man, right? He's arrogant. He doesn't listen to anybody. And, well, that's what we like about him. But maybe, you know, I had it wrong. I mean, he's arrogant and confident because he's been tested and he's come out an eventual victor pretty much every time because he's proactive, because he doesn't shy away from a problem. And while most of us feel we can't be like Iron Man, well, because, you know, we're not Iron Man. We tend to be reactive, though. So the point is not to be so cocky and brash, but not being on the back foot all the time. Why can we not be a little bit more planned about things? It's only when we assume things will go right all the time, and we know things don't go right all the time, that something becomes a curveball and we don't know how to deal with it and we don't deal with it too well. So by expecting things to go wrong, we might be better served to handle the situation. One of our readers sent this very relevant quote by Viktor Frankl, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Now, Viktor Frankl went through a hardship that neither me nor you are ever going to have to face, for which we should be grateful for. But at the same time, we shouldn't use our privilege and our advantage to be helpless. While we cannot prepare for every contingency, we can prepare. Whenever I 
find something that makes me angry. I just pause, I try to breathe, I try not to respond for a few minutes. It works every time. The problem is uh, activating this response instead of reacting and flying off the handle. Driving, for example, or road rage, or terrible. Even though my commute for the last seven, eight years has been all of two kilometers, the amount of road rage I have in those two kilometers is stupid. So think of all the common situations that can fluster you. Alarm not going off, cab not coming on time, laptop crashing, cooking a terrible dinner, spilling coffee on your laptop, whatever it is. And you don't even need to think too far ahead. Just write it down as and when they happen. And then on a saner, calmer day, make a plan for it. And we can be a lot more proactive about things this way too. So there is a lesson learned. And we can be on the front foot as well. We can be more like Iron Man. All right, the second topic for today, finding balance in imbalance I see that a lot of us start things off real well. And, you know, we sprint, we zoom off ahead, and things go great until life gets in the way, until something comes up and we've not planned for it. And this is a theme that all three topics I have in mind today uh, delve into. The situation I'm going to use is I'm on a diet and then my best friend uh, comes down from the U.S. and we catch up. So should I have a couple of beers with him or not? I mean, I'm on a diet, right? I'm trying to lose weight or I'm trying to lift something and alcohol is not going to help. But at the same time, this is my buddy. I haven't seen him in a year or a few years, and he's here. Oh, what do I do? Or it's your kid's birthday. Do you eat cake? Well, the answer is, of course, you eat cake. You have that beer or two. Where most of us fail, and this goes both ways, is by not having that beer, you have failed, okay? You have failed because life's bigger than this. You have failed because you've set yourself up for a future failure. You've set the bar so high, you've set the bar as zero or one, that things will fall apart soon. One day, you're going to have not the same kind of willpower just because you've pushed your buttons so much. 
and that day you're going to drink a case or a pint of ice cream or whatever it is. And you're going to resurface after six weeks or 12 weeks or six months or six years and find yourself really out of shape. And this is what happens to most people that I see. When they are on, they know how to be on. But when they are off, oh boy, they really know how to be off. This is not an either or at all. But first, let's go back to our buddy and drinking beer with him. So let's say Saturday we catch up. Well, Sunday afternoon, beer. Monday night, beer. Tuesday night, beer. Wednesday night, beer. Well, that is not going to fly. And an occasional break from the schedule, an unplanned break, that's okay, but not debauchery. That's not part of the plan. So we have to be clear about what is okay and what is not okay. Hey, all the leftover cake, somebody's got to eat it, so I'm going to eat it, is not okay. Your kid can handle it. You stay out of the way. You had your cake yesterday or whenever the birthday was, and you are done. And if you are, oh, but it's a can of worms. Once that door is open, it can't be closed. Grow up. The thing is, each day is kind of like your week. Each week kind of plays out like your month and each month kind of plays out like the year. And that's how it should be. Let's keep it simple. There's five things you need to do. Okay, you need to eat a lot of vegetables, you need to drink enough water, you need to be active, you need to sleep well, and you need to not eat crap. Five things. And this might vary for each of us, but most days you get all these five things. Maybe there's a day here and there where you, know, you don't sleep enough or you, know, you couldn't manage that activity thing, but you take a week, you did all of them reasonably well. You ate vegetables six out of seven days, you drank water six out of seven days, you were active three, four, five out of seven days, you slept well, again, five out of seven days, and you ate crap once a week. So even though each day might not have been perfect, each day you might have missed out on one thing, over the week, you did rather well. And if you have four weeks like this, and each week can be different from the previous one, but about the same. Each month plays out slightly differently. So you see how there is a balance in this imbalance itself. And then let's take it out of just eating and sleeping and fitness and let's look at work. Work-life balance or lack of is a big situation today. And it's okay. It's okay if 
you imbalance it the other way sooner rather than later. What I mean by this is, let's say you have a product launch. Oh, it's tax season and you're into this tax stuff and you gotta do that. So this month is gonna be crazy for you in terms of work. So you have to dial other things down. So let's say instead of going to the gym five days a week, you're gonna make it three days a week. That's great. Maybe sleep's gonna be a little off. Not so great, but sure. But this is not an excuse to not eat your vegetables, to not drink water, or to eat too much crap. And next month, you got to go the other way. You got to figure out all the things you did less of this month. Hanging out with your friends, hanging out with the family, taking time off, chilling, because you overloaded, overdosed on work. So next month, you gotta do that a little lesser. And the biggest problem today is, every month there's a new fire. Every month we have to do more than we did the previous month. That's just stupid. That's not sustainable. So it's okay to be imbalanced but we got to find balance in that imbalance. I hope that makes sense. And just to be clear, these are things I struggle with as well. And these are things I keep trying to tell myself. But the, the difference between a few years ago and say the last year has been constant assessment. I actively look at each week and each month on good days and bad days on this imbalance and all of it and I keep tinkering with it. Whereas previously, I would just be pulled along for the ride and not really doing much. So, find balance and imbalance. On to the last thing for today. on knowing and finding out what you're capable of. Uh, this is part of my training is my sandbox for life series. A difficult situation is not fun. No hard decision is not fun. Because it asks a question of us. Can you handle this? Can you come out on top? And when faced with the unknown, when things can either go well or they can go completely to the dogs, it is scary. And most often the stakes are pretty high. Let's say it's your job on the line. Right? It's your future on the line. You're quitting your job in the US to move back to your hometown. Yeah. Stakes are pretty high, I would say. So, is it better to never have these situations? Can we engineer our life in such a way that we can avoid these battles? 
Well, it's a good thing. I don't think we can, but well, never say never. But that's not my point. I think it's important to have these situations in our life. This is how we grow. And this is how we find out what we're capable of. Like failures, I think obstacles are the path to growth, to success, and to finding ourselves. What if things go wrong is always the question. None of us like being in that place. You know, we'd like to know if things are going to work out fine, but you know, there are things we can control. There are things we can sort of control. And with both, we got to do what we can. Not sleepwalk, but actively seize control. Going back to the Iron Man thing. You have to have a plan. You got to be proactive about this, not reactive about this. So as a kid, I would actively change the game to suit me. School, well, first rank was too hard. It involved too much work. Plus, what if I did the work and I didn't get that first rank? What a failure. How embarrassing. So I changed the game to say, okay, you know what? Fifth rank. Somewhere there is good. As long as you are also hanging out with the cool kids and playing a lot and not missing out on the fun. That was easy. So I changed it to make an uncomfortable situation rather comfortable. And I changed the narrative that I was still doing all of these things. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I learned a lot. I had a lot of fun. But I did avoid uncomfortable situations. Going to grad school uh, helped snap me out of this. But it was not until I turned into the realm of fitness that I really started to enjoy obstacles. Now, life's a scary place to put yourself on the line. I mean, we have to, but it's still a scary place. Right? You go down this path, there's a chance you can lose your job, you can lose your living, livelihood. Oh boy, that's scary. But going running every weekend, running a mile more than the previous week, I never knew how things were going to go. But then... So what if things go terribly? Because they had already gone terribly. Like not being able to run 500 meters. My worst nightmare already realized. And that allowed me to grow up. Initially, you know, I would be scared. I would think about wussing out. But I would somehow coax myself to show up. In fact, in those six months, I think I missed one running day in its entirety. About 
four days a week for 20 odd weeks. I missed one day. And that was cause of a flat tire. So back to this sandbox and this fitness. So yeah, just being faced with an obstacle. Can I do this run today? It was never a given until it eventually did turn into a given. And then I changed the game, but this time for the better. I went to CrossFit where I couldn't even complete a warm-up, where I couldn't even complete a trial class. But I embraced it. It was something new to really, you know, find a piece of me where I was okay pushing my limits. I was okay trying to figure out who I was. So that was the making of me for many years, even today. But that's where I learned in a safe place. And the amount of confidence and mental resiliency that it built, it did transform me as a person. So today when I'm faced with difficult situations and choices, it still is scary, of course. And there are still, you know, large heavy things on the line. But having practice in my sandbox has given me the confidence and the skill set to plod on ahead. And I can't imagine just practicing in real life directly. That's scary. I mean, even without the practice, it is scary. So I can't imagine just venturing into the unknown. So to me, that's why the gym or fitness or the iron game or whatever I want to call it makes a huge difference. Two relevant things uh, I want to talk about. One, one of my uh, favorite movies, Gattaca. If you've not seen it, you're probably too young. I think it came out in the late 90s. So two brothers, one's genetically engineered, the other has a heart imperfection. And you know, the genetically superior brother beats the regular human being brother every time in every, everything. Except towards the end of the movie where they go on a final swim, and the tables are turned. The genetically superior brother wants to back out of their you know, stupid uh, swim competition where you know, they go all out until one gives up. And the regular brother, played by Ethan Hawke, has undergone a transformation over these years, he knows his capacity, he knows his capabilities, he knows his limitations. And he says, you know, I stopped trying to save save any energy for the swim back. And that's how he conquers his limitations. It's a a wonderful movie. I'm not saying it too well. 
do watch it and relevant to reopening the quad it was not a an easy decision one because there's just way too much information we've hit herd immunity or september is going to be the peak the numbers have not trended downwards there's no vaccine vaccine might be irrelevant oh my god it's confusing and the government has allowed gyms to open so we are legally okay to open if that was all we needed this is a harder decision because you got to do the right thing we've built this company on trying to do the right thing however hard it is no fads no scams no bullshit not trying to make it work for everybody if it doesn't work for you we understand it's sometimes does not work for everybody and that's okay that's how things are by being part of the community you realize you're here for the longer haul we're not going to bullshit you we're not going to give you fads which might just be easy to increase sales honestly but that's not our game so what is doing the right thing here well obviously the quad squad and a lot of the quad community are healthier and fitter than the average indian in fact a large portion of our community who got infected we are hearing them respond back to us about how well they handled it and that the quad played a small role in uh, in that which is wonderful to hear so as a community we are probably more resilient to deal with this plus the reopening you know we are in a much larger open space so it should be straightforward right it's a no brainer open it up except this is not about just me and you i might be asymptomatic or i might just be in bed for a couple of days and i might be okay likewise with you but what about the people we might spread it to what about the larger community in our city that might not be as capable of handling this as me and you are and what if we play a small role in escalating these numbers all because we are impatient all because we want to get out of our house of being cooped up because we are bored because we have the privileged because we are privileged to feel bored that's not okay so the right thing we thought is to stay shut not just for you or for me but because it is our duty as responsible citizens in this community to stay closed and personally for me 
taking this decision was made possible because of all the things I just spoke about. It was because of facing obstacles, of being okay with only partial control that I'm able to do the right thing because it is the right thing to do. And I hope you as a community understand it. Well, that's it from me. To tie it all together, while my sandbox is the gym, you already have a sandbox. You just need to find out what that is. And you've already learned a lot of lessons there. You just need to find out what they are. Just because you've learned a lesson doesn't mean you've actually learned it until you deconstruct it, until you introspect, until you write it down, until you break it down. And you proactively plan a few future situations based off of it. So homework, <laughs> and I realize I've lost three of the five of you already. Homework would be to mind the lessons you've already learned. Otherwise, they go waste. All right. That's it from me. This is Coach AA signing off. You guys have a good one. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.